This is Ashley Kelsch, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 34. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Renegades. Hey, listen, today I want to dive right on in and talk to you about boundaries and dating. But I don't want to talk about the boundaries that everyone else talks about or sets out to fix, which are the boundaries around other people. Instead, I want to talk to you about the boundaries you need to place around your brain, your behavior, boundaries around you for you. Most often when we think of boundaries, we think of having them in place so others can't intrude, be it on our physical property, personal space, or emotional well-being. More than not, boundaries are used to keep people out or away from. And I absolutely believe that having healthy boundaries in place in regards to others is necessary. But I also think having boundaries in place for how we conduct ourselves with ourselves is equally as important, if not more. We spend so much time trying to control the people around us and putting up boundaries so they can't intrude or hurt us, and not enough time placing boundaries around our own thinking and personal behavior that would protect us from sabotage and self-inflicted emotional pain. You know, in my program, Wake Up Before Another Breakup, I teach people how to trust themselves while dating. And the foundation of our work is us, we start out laying the groundwork, negotiating your terms of engagement. Your terms of engagement is the architecture of who you are. It's comprised of what's most important to you. It's how you conduct yourself in accordance with others, It's your values, your priorities, and your boundaries. When you have your boundaries in place, you can date with freedom and responsibility. Your terms of engagement allow you to keep your values and your priorities first. This protects you from yourself, from this concept of losing yourself. I want you to consider the terms of engagement, your personal playbook while dating. It contains your strategies, if you will, to assist you as you navigate uncharted emotional territories. It contains your priorities, the parts of you in your life that you honor above all else, your non-negotiables. And we place boundaries around each of these areas in your life. This work will quickly reveal a side of you that you may not be used to observing. The you that reacts to others, the subconscious thoughts and habits that you have start to reveal themselves and you begin to see your patterns, who you are when dating and where your mind goes. This, Renegades, is the boundary work I want to talk about and focus on today. I want you to consider boundaries around your mind and emotions so you can prevent yourself from self-harm. In this context, self-harm is watching his stories on Instagram and wondering why he isn't texting you and then watching all of his friends' stories to see who else is with him besides you. Self-harm is getting a text to have sex, wishing he'd asked to spend more time to get to know you, but still having sex with him anyway. When I listen to my clients, my friends, my kids, my kids' friends talk about dating, I kind of wonder, like, are any of us enjoying it? Some of it sounds painful. The things that we do from Instagram stalking, the overanalyzing text messages, should I say that? Was that wrong? What did they mean? 
to trying to date people who aren't interested in anything serious with you, who tell you they just want to be friends, to the casual hookups with your ex. All of it is so painful. And we think this is normal. It's not. The amount of time we spend talking about and thinking about your brain reliving these things over and over, you experience the feelings over and over. You tell one friend while you text another and it buzzes around your thoughts while you work out or while you're working and it becomes a part of your environment, like a song or movie constantly playing in the background. We have the choice, renegades. The brain, left to its own devices, will keep taking you on the same ride over and over. We want to learn how to limit the amount of time we spend on it. Learn to get off the ride sooner than the last time. We can tame the brain. You only have to inquire, seek, and reveal, repeat. When you lay out your terms of engagement, you give your brain direction. You can start to observe the reaction and then choose your response. You can start getting your own back and learn how to trust yourself. And it starts with boundaries. To do this, you're going to have to sit back and take a hard look at who you are dating, who you are choosing, the ways you show up, the things you do in the relationship. Watch where your mind goes. Now, let me be very clear. This isn't a book on how other people need to behave. These are not expectations or ways of controlling other people. This renegades is all about you. It's not uncommon for my clients to discover they aren't being honest with themselves in an effort to be the cool girl. We want to think we can compartmentalize sex, that we can be friends after or talk about the other girls he's dating, but we can't. It actually doesn't feel good to us, but we're so intent on being cool that we just kind of squash down this voice from our essential self, the one that says, we don't want to be friends. We wanted more. No, we start to compare ourselves to these other girls that he's talking about, and that doesn't feel good. We think we should be above this thinking and behavior, that we should be more evolved. Here's a situation, Renegades. You're not being cool to you. You think you are. Your social self is like, yeah, be friends. Everyone loves the girl that can be friends. Listen to him talk about the new girl he's dating. Totally not a big deal. Casual sex? With a guy I'm into who's not looking for more? Why not? He's looking for a safe and nurturing space. I can totally be that. I am that. He will eventually see I'm the one. He's the one I've been looking for. I'm modern. I'm empowered. This is how women date now. We say who, we say when. Your essential self is like, wait, what? What are you doing with us? Why aren't you looking out for us? We don't say who or when. We say boundaries around our brains so we can protect our hearts. That's what we say. Essential self knows this is not going to feel good. Essential self argues this is why you don't feel like you can trust yourself. You never put us first. You put being cool and finding the one first. I have a client who, despite wanting to find a serious relationship, and despite this guy telling her he wasn't looking for anything serious, decided to casually start hooking up with him. And she said, these are her words, he made it clear he wasn't looking for anything more and he just wanted sex. I thought I could handle it. I tried to play it cool and it was fun. The feeling was intoxicating. I felt reckless, but three quarters of the time I wasn't feeling good. And yet I kept doing it. I thought maybe it would turn into something more. 
Deep down, I thought there was this underlying chance that something was going to happen. And so I played along with it. She goes on to tell me that he was raised with women, that he understood the feminine because he had these deep energetic bonds with the women in his life around him. He didn't strike me as that kind of guy, she said. She eventually had to stop talking to him, but shamed herself for even going there. When you become conscious to how these seemingly small things actually hurt your feelings and devalue your self-worth, you'll want to start practicing no self-harm and put in place boundaries. That is self-love. That is building trust. This process does not happen overnight. And it doesn't really feel natural at first. And you'll probably be convinced that this is the absolute opposite approach you should be taking. Once you get through the surface rules of engagement, you will have the privilege of contending with your own mind. This is where your daily thought work comes in. Learning to manage ruminating and spin out requires your attention and effort. We are used to reading a text from someone and spending hours breaking it down. What does it mean? Just trying to solve it all on our own. It just distracts us from what we have going on in front of us. And what's worse is that we later use this to shame ourselves. I can't believe I just spent all this time thinking about this other person. I should have been focused on me, on my work, on my kids. This entire dialogue has been in your head and yours alone, right? You end up, not only are you the victim of the story, but you're also the villain. With boundaries around where you'll let your mind go, you can protect yourself from this and stop losing time, emotions, and energy. Once you become aware of what you're doing to yourself, you can stop it. Okay, so I want you to grab a pen, paper, or just open up the notes on your phone. This is the fun inquire, seek, reveal process. Okay, so take a deep breath. You're going to spend the next few minutes watching you date. <laughs> I want you to step outside yourself and without judgment, just observe you like you're watching a movie or something. I want you to see the star of the show dating and engaging. And there's a difference here in what I'm asking you to do. I don't want you to be in it. I want you to see it. Watch this character with total curiosity, intrigue, and interest. You know, I want you to see the other characters, the people that you're dating, but the same rules apply. There's no judgment or blame. Instead, just keep seeing the main character and how she shows up in each scene. And then explore these questions. Look at who she is talking to. How often during the day? What is she thinking before she gets a text? What is she thinking during the text? What does she think after? Do you see her waiting for texts? Describe her mood. How does she feel after? What are her intentions in talking to this person? Is she being honest about those with herself? With the other person involved? Is the relationship something she's pursuing for the long term, or is it a distraction? Is it more important than her work? Does she make decisions based on what she wants? Does that even occur to her? When she's in the middle of something and her phone chirps, and it's him, what does she do? Does she still see and spend time with her friends, maintain her hobbies? Does she do things that she regrets or wouldn't share with her friends to appease or make time for him, cancel existing plans, skip out on work, 
pay for things that she can't afford? If it were to end tomorrow, would she have felt like she was true to herself while they dated? Does she know who she is? Is she never not talking to someone? Is it always about a guy? What is your thought about this character? How does she feel when dating? How would you say she behaved when dating someone? What sort of things does she do? What would you say her dating style is? Now ask yourself, is this who I want to be? If it's not a hard yes, then it's a no renegades. This isn't an exercise for you to beat yourself up with either. You're just observing you dating, seeing where you let you slide, where you might be compromising you. Next, reflect back on the last 24 hours in detail, down to the minute, how you spent your time. Include the time spent on social media, talking on the phone, working, cooking, all of it, whatever it was. Where were your thoughts? What preoccupied your thinking? How aligned is your day with your priorities? Are the people and things you're focused on worth it or are you compromising yourself? Are you consciously choosing your day or just going about it? Engage, renegades. Some of you are thinking, I don't know what the big deal is. But trust me, this is the first step to dating consciously. Creating these boundaries around your head and heart. Hit me up in the comments and let me know what this brings up for you. I'd be curious to know any insights that you might learn. This is a quickie this week, just like I said last week, and I had a huge response to the word quickie. So it's probably why your subconscious is like, I'm just going to say quickie again because you guys were like, I love a good quickie. <laughs> All right. Until next week, stay sane, stay safe. Love you. Renegades, thank you for tuning in this week. If you're enjoying this podcast, please let me know. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and show it with a five-star rating and review. You can also head on over to my website, ashleymkelsh.com to sign up for my newsletter, leave your questions or comments, and just connect with me directly. I look forward to hearing from you.